in the teaching from the Buddha called the simile of the cloth, he says that this practice is one of uh, inner bathing, inner purification, speaking about the mindfulness and renunciation, the ethical way of being. And uh, in this particular teaching, he says, I, uh, or he, he says, we, we abandoned that which is uh, blocking, staining, and defiling the mind and heart, our greed and hatred, delusion, self-centeredness. We no longer believe in it, no longer take it personal. The practice leads to this abandonment. He says, all that remains in one who abandons greed, hatred, and delusion is loving-kindness. He says, the heart radiates naturally kindness and the wish. May all beings be at ease. And the heart radiates naturally the, when unobscured, unblocked, compassion for pain, all forms of pain, our pain and the pain of others, internal and external, radiating care, tenderness, friendliness, kindness towards pain. And also appreciation, both for our own pleasant moments and experiences and, and also for the appreciation of other people's happiness. What we call sympathetic or empathetic joy and a quality of equanimity. And he explains it as the byproduct of mindfulness. When we are truly mindful, seeing clearly what's blocking and abandoning belief in the judging mind, in the comparing and critical and fear-based, self-centered mentality that we are born with on one level and conditioned to take personally on another level. In some ways saying that compassion is our true nature, kindness, true underneath, true potential. But as we all know, it's um, not actually our moment-to-moment -moment reality because there are so many obscurations, so many negative thought habits blocking. It can be so difficult to really access that self-compassion and self-love. And the mind has uh, so many negative habitual patterns. And so sometime uh, later in the teachings from the Buddha, he uh, developed metta, loving-kindness. He said, rather than waiting for this to spontaneously come, incline your heart, incline your mind, train your mind to think kind thoughts.
And in the Metta Sutta, he mentions forgiveness uh, three times, I believe. As part of developing loving kindness, he says, no longer having ill will towards any living being, no longer despising or wishing harm upon any living being. And in order to get to the um, heartfelt, kind place where we don't have ill will, resentment, spite, that we don't get to the place of wishing harm, we have to first acknowledge that we're not there yet, have the humility to say, actually, there's a whole long list of people that I have spite towards, that I have ill will towards, uh, a whole bunch of people that I would uh, not mind at all if they came into some harm. <laughs> uh, wouldn't bother me one bit if there was an assassination or two. And just being having the honest uh, acknowledgement that we're actually we're, we are, most of us uh, can admit, oh, I'm actually carrying quite a bit of ill will and resentment. And it is blocking my ability to have a sense of kindness and compassion. So the forgiveness uh, being connected to compassion and being connected to loving kindness and in some ways maybe even being a prerequisite. Um, and, and, and maybe even especially towards ourselves, as long as we're continuing to judge and resent and uh, maybe hate ourselves or at least doubt our own worth and then we can't really access uh, true metta, true unconditional, right? If, if, our, if our happiness is conditional, if our friendliness, if our kindness is conditional, because we haven't forgiven ourselves, because we haven't had enough compassion for the pain that we've been in that has spilled out, enough compassion for this confused mind that judges, that compares, that envies, that doubts. So in the heart practice this afternoon, I'll give some instructions on um, training our heart towards compassion and forgiveness, rather than waiting for it to come from our abandonment of that which blocks it, of really actually training, training our mind. And, and often in these practices in the beginning, um, uh, many people find that they're not much of a relief that sometimes doing self-forgiveness or asking or offering forgiveness doesn't feel good. Actually, it makes it feel a bit worse because then you're painfully aware, confronted by anger, hatred, justified resentment. And some people don't feel anything at all when they do these practices. There's a numbness, there's a hardness around the heart, the armoring of the heart so thick 
that uh, they're just words. We're saying, I forgive you, but we don't mean it. We're saying compassionate phrases, but we don't mean them yet. And I just want to assure you that that's totally okay and part of the process for so many of us. You don't have to mean it or be sincere in order for it to be working, in order for it to be creating both uh, neural pathways from the scientific perspective, biological, and also um, for it to be uncovering and helping us to abandon and replace the, uh, that which is obscuring and blocking. In the heart practice instructions, the invitation is to be uh, more comfortable than in the mindfulness practice. And mindfulness, if you become uncomfortable, that's okay, right? Because you just are mindful of unpleasant feeling tone. And so you just sit with it and you're mindful of it. But in the heart practices, because we're um, repeating phrases, you actually want to allow your body to be a bit more relaxed and even permission to shift postures if you need to, to lean against the back of the chair or um, so that um, the unpleasant sensation doesn't pull your attention away from the phrases. So give yourself a little bit more permission to chill. Chillax into your body, your posture. And if you need to shift posture during heart practice, that's okay. to be gently closed, our posture to be upright but relaxed, releasing any tension that we can release. And remembering that our core intention for this retreat is kind awareness. So in your own way, establishing kind awareness in the present, here. Even if it's not completely genuine or felt yet, just the intention to be kind in the quality of attention, in the way that we're receiving the sensations in the body and the emotional content, the mental activity, and the sounds, smells, tastes, sight.
becoming mindful of and turning towards pain, all of the unpleasant phenomena of being, and allowing yourself to reflect on the pain in this incarnation, the difficulties, the losses, how often it's been painful in your body, in your heart and mind. The big betrayals, the big losses, the big disappointments. The dukkha, or suffering, that we have lived through. Breathing in to the tender heart, to the vulnerable heart, the truth of the suffering, not denying it, not avoiding it, not turning away, but turning towards the memories. We incline the heart as much as we can towards some sense of compassion towards our pain. Some feeling of mercy. It can be so unbearable without tenderness. without friendliness. We so often doubt our own capacity to feel can feel so overwhelming. But I remind you of your ability, of your heart's true nature to be compassionate towards your own pain. And breathing in the suffering of this life, of living with this body and mind and this heart. Even if it hurts, this is the good kind of suffering. Turning towards it, breathing it in, welcoming it. And on the exhale, breathing out compassion. Just the word compassion, or I care, I care about you. 
as much as I can in this moment. I'm here. I care about you. To yourself. Breathing in the pain, the sorrow, the grief. We're not making anything up, just turning towards what's already here. Just what we've always been living with. Breathing out mercy towards your own pain. And you may say something simple on the out-breath like, may I learn to care about this pain? Or I'm coming to a sense of care, of friendliness, of kindness towards my own confused mind, wounded heart, aging body. We do our best to not get lost in the stories, not to float off into the past. They're just memories. You're here now, you're okay. You made it through all of that shit. But we still live with the recollection, the mental impressions, the somatic, very alive in the body, suffering from the past. Breathing it into the heart, maybe even visualizing it as dark, heavy. Maybe it even burns as you breathe it into the center of your chest. And as you exhale, imagine the out-breath being cooling, refreshing, soothing. Compassion doesn't get rid of pain, but it soothes it. It holds it. It cares about it. The appropriate response You may not be able to access full compassion yet. And so you kind of fake it till you make it. You set the aspiration. May I learn to care? May I turn my heart and mind towards caring, towards compassion?
We've all met our pain with aversion, with judgment and fear. We've all suppressed, compartmentalized, tried to avoid. And as we know, this has perpetuated. It didn't just leave. It's still here, calling for our attention, begging to be tended to. And I invite you to turn towards yourself with forgiveness. I forgive you as much as I can from yourself to yourself. I forgive you for not knowing how to hold the pain, to respond to it, to feel it. I forgive you for a lifetime of trying to avoid I forgive you to yourself for all of the ways that we made it worse, that we created suffering and confusion on top of the already difficult experiences we've had. And so we say to ourselves over and over, I forgive you as much as I can in this moment. I forgive you to this mind filled with defilements, filled with confusion. I forgive you to this heart that felt that it needed to close, to defend, to protect. I offer you forgiveness as much as I can in this moment. The humility to admit that it's not perfect, that it's a process. Perhaps visualizing yourself as a child can be helpful. See yourself as a little baby. Toddler. That child that would face the difficulties they would face. And not know how to have compassion. Nobody taught us. I forgive you as much as I can in this moment 
So that two-year-old, that four-year-old, that adolescent, that teenager, searching for belonging and meaning, I forgive you. We continue to breathe in the pain of our life. To breathe out the compassion that's called for in order to free ourselves from ill will, from hatred, resentment. I forgive you as much as I can in this moment, over and over in your heart and mind, whether it's sincere or insincere, whether the tone is tender or flat. I forgive you. To this mind, this heart, body, And we can begin to expand, to be more inclusive. Starting right here in the room. Breathing in the suffering of the people sitting next to you. Breathing out compassion for their sorrow. Just like me, this is someone who has suffered, who's experienced loss. Just like me. This is someone who has a mind that judges and compares, criticizes. Just like me. 
This person experiences the pain of not always knowing their own worthiness, their own abilities. Breathing out compassion. And knowing that this is the suffering that connects us to each other, even though the particulars, the stories are different. Opening our heart with mercy and compassion. And a sense of forgiveness. I forgive you, the person sitting next to you, in front of you, behind you. Training our heart and mind to be compassionate and forgiving. Anybody else here on retreat that has been challenging, annoying, and copying some vipassana vendettas? I just don't like the way they breathe or walk or eat. Just like me, this is somebody who suffers. Somebody whose mind, whose heart cannot always see clearly. Breathing in the suffering, breathing out compassion and forgiveness. I forgive you. Please forgive me. I forgive you. Please forgive me. Extending this attitude of compassion and forgiveness until that includes everyone here. experienced pain and sorrow, loss and grief, disappointments. We've all been attacked by Mara. Empathizing with each other, this human condition so challenging.
May we learn to care about each other deeply. And may we allow ourselves to be cared for, to be met with compassion, your pain worthy of empathy. And just stop to reflect for a moment right now. There's a hundred people here breathing in your pain, breathing out compassion towards you. Allow yourself to be soothed, to be held, to know that we are all trying to care for each other. This is Sangha, this is community, practicing together. Even in the silence, even with the eyes closed. Allow yourself to be held by the community. Please forgive me, I forgive you. I forgive myself. Please forgive me for all of the ways that I may cause harm, intentionally or unintentionally. I forgive you for all of the ways that I may feel harmed through your actions, whether they're intentional or unintentional. And imagine expanding this in widening circles. Imagine radiating kindness and compassion as the Buddha did, even if it's just a visualization, just an aspiration or intention, radiating love and kindness, forgiveness and compassion in all directions, spreading throughout these hills, out into the valleys and neighborhoods out into the coasts, into the cities, in all directions. The Buddha says radiating kindness and compassion, appreciation and equanimity to the east and west, north and south, above and below until we include all living beings in an open heart, a heart free from hatred. In a compassionate heart, 
you know, heart that cares deeply and also celebrates fully, knows joy, ours and others. A balanced heart that's not taking it all so personal, that understands our limitations, that understands we can free ourselves. And we can encourage and love and care deeply about others, but we can't force anyone else to be kind or compassionate. Allowing this kind awareness, this wise heart to become inclusive of all living beings. Breathing in the 10,000 sorrows of the world, breathing out compassion for all of the sorrow, all of the suffering in the world. Imagining the potential, the possibility of forgiving of being forgiven of living free from resentment spite, ill will the wish for harm to come upon any living being May all beings be at ease. May each one of us do what needs to be done to develop deep compassion, reliable kindness towards ourselves. May all beings do what needs to be done to develop compassion and kindness towards themselves and others. Resting back in the present time reality of your own heart and mind. Right now, it's like this. There's this much tenderness today in this moment. There's this much mercy or empathy or compassion. Right now, perhaps it's not perfect. Perhaps there's some hardness, some defense, some confusion. It's okay.
we're on the right track and we just keep going. Keep coming back to this intention of kindness, this intention of forgiveness, the intention to be compassionate. One breath at a time. Eventually we arrive or become more skilled, more continuity. So another um, tool to apply in your practice throughout the retreat. Each afternoon we'll offer some guidance and these uh, heart practices. But uh, of course um, you can also apply these throughout your day and night. And, um, and as Vinny said this morning to, to the question that often it's good to kind of make a decision and say I'm going to do metta or forgiveness, you know, for the session, rather than jumping around too much. But sometimes, you know, you'll be doing mindfulness and you just have this repetitive resentment just over and over and you're coming back to the breath and you're coming back to the breath and your mind's going off in some... And sometimes it is appropriate right there in the session to not say like, well, well, I'll do forgiveness next session. They actually just right there and say, okay, I'm just really stuck in this resentment and I'll just, what if I just start doing some forgiveness right now? What if I do forgiveness for 10 minutes right now? Because there is this resentment here, this self-judgment or this guilt or shame, self-forgiveness, asking for forgiveness and to apply it throughout your practice. And sometimes it's okay to do that too. And uh, also use these heart practices in your walking periods. Uh, the forgiveness is interesting to, to do by coordinating with the footsteps and saying, uh, I forgive you, just in a general way, to everyone. I forgive you. Please forgive me in a general way to the whole fucking world. Please forgive me. And I forgive myself. And sometimes it's more specific and you're actually thinking of someone and you say, please forgive me. I forgive you. I forgive myself. Sometimes it's done in categories, but just in this simple, um, I forgive you, please forgive me. I forgive myself. And likewise with the loving kindness, you can just use the phrases as you're walking. May I be at ease. May all beings be at ease. 
and if you find uh, connection with these, and even if you don't, you know, to to apply these both in the sitting and the walking, uh, will help develop a more uh, kind internal environment, and to really be able to do the kind awareness. Make sense? Good enough. All right. Time for some walking practice. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.